0: Hello, welcome to sip Tea with Allie. This is episode 9 and I know I'm like a day late or so, but that's okay Um, as long as I am trying my best. I really do like making these podcast episodes because it allows me to, you know, take a break from, you know, the busyness of life, you know, school and just a lot of things that are causing stress and just kind of weighing me down and it really helps me to just reflect on you know the good and the bad and really just be honest and be vulnerable and open um which is something that I really needed to, um I need to work on and I think it just really helps to talk things out just like it helps to write things out for me so talking and writing things out helps a ton, and I feel like this has been very therapeutic for me recently, and even though it's kind of like, oh my gosh, I'm, you know, taking time out of my day where I could be doing school, etc., you know, it's, it's kind of a good thing, though, because it allows me to set aside time to really think, set aside time that I need to just kind of reflect and relax. Um, Even if it's in the middle of the day or the evening or whatever, because it is important. And even, you know, if it's just once a week and I feel like it's something that I should be able to do once a week. So with that being said, um, before I get into, um, you know, the more meatier, juicier stuff that I want to talk about in this podcast episode, episode, excuse me, um, I thought it'd be kind of fun to reflect on the fact that it's been pretty much a year now since all this COVID stuff happened. Um, and we started preparing for lockdown. I remember it was like spring break last year. Um, we, everyone kind of knew about like the whole Corona thing. Nobody was like freaking out about it yet. Um, and We were kind of slowly like (laughs) making our way to like everything being shutting, like everything just shutting down. Um, I remember like thinking it was so weird because my parents were out of town and they were kind of doing a little getaway getaway thing and my grandparents were there. And this was probably, I wanna say like a week before spring break. And then it was like end of spring break when people were like, um, guess you're having an extra week of spring break because school's got to figure out what we're doing because we're going to be in lockdown. So that's when everything moved online and was online until like the end of the semester. And then things kind of started getting a little bit better in the summer. And then it would kind of get worse and better, worse and then better. Um, and it's kind of been like that. I want to say that... I've been blessed to just be able to, you know, go to a store or things like that, Um, because I know other countries or, you know, other states are still very, are just not as open. Um, So I've been very blessed to be able to kind of have a little bit of normal um, recently, so that's been something I've been very grateful for, but I think it's just really, really crazy to think about how basically a year ago from today, we were kind of joking around being like, Oh, what is this Corona thing? You know, my parents are stocking up on toilet paper and, you know, food and stuff. It's so weird. And, you know, my friends are like, yeah. And we were just kind of hanging out, you know, playing volleyball and It was fun, and then little did we know that that was going to be, like, the last time we were going to be able to see each other in person for a long time. So, that was not fun. Um, And I'm trying to think, like... Yeah, it was just really weird. Um, I remember, like, my mom's birthday was at the end of that month, and then my brother's was in, like, the following month. So that kind of, that sucked so much for them because they couldn't do anything. Like at least come my birthday, things were kind of opened up. So we were able to go out at a restaurant as a family and my grandparents were here. So that was really, really nice. Cause you know, my, my mom and my brother didn't really get to do anything. Um, my dad, I want to say that he probably got to do something. And my sister of course got to, but yeah, my mom and my brother couldn't cause it was during lockdown time and i just remember like only certain places were open i i believe like in and out burger was open come my brother's birthday so we were able to like go through the drive through and pick him up some like burgers and fries and stuff and we had that as a family but it's just really, really weird. Because I remember, like, St. Patrick's Day, we were doing, like, this social distancing thing from our front yard. Like, neighbors would, like, you know, sit in their front yard, and we would just kind of talk. It was kind of weird, because we'd have to kind of yell. Um, but it was, it was really fun. And I'm kind of like, wow, St. Patrick's Day is next week on Wednesday. And, like, I just remember, you know, having that little... <laughs> Um, outdoor social distancing party for St Patrick's Day. Um, yeah, it was just so weird. Um, and I was kind of starting to get really like anxious and depressed because I was kind of like... I cannot stay inside my house all the time. I remember, like, having to try to watch, like, YouTube videos um, to see what people were doing to kind of, like, cope with just the fact that they couldn't see anyone in person because I myself was like, okay, how how am I going to cope? And so it just felt really kind of nice seeing, like, other people find different ways to you know, have fun because, you know, obviously the semester was coming to a close. um, And even then we didn't have like, I want to say that our homework load was a little bit lighter too, just because, you know, teachers were kind of like, well, I mean, there's certain things that we should be doing in person, but we can't. So like certain things were kind of like cut back a little bit. So I remember just having a little bit more free time and you know, I had nowhere to go. Like choir was canceled, like all that kind of stuff. Um, So I had a lot more like free time. So I remember just kind of being like, oh my gosh, I need things to do. Um, I can't just sit around and watch TV. And it was just really hard trying to find like good TV shows. I remember like we would watch a few K-dramas. Like we finished one like Easter Sunday That was really fun. We did that with my, my Nana. That was really fun. And they were here for Easter that year, I believe. Or maybe they weren't. Oh, they ended up, Never mind. They were here because they got kind of, they got stuck here for a while because they were going to go back to their house in another state, but they couldn't for the longest time because of just all the different lockdowns in different states and just travel regulations and things like that so they were here for a few months which was really nice because we got to catch up with my grandparents and do different things and i really enjoyed that and i feel like it made it a little bit more bearable um but then again it was really hard having you know a lot of people in the house and just being stuck um i don't know it was very difficult i'm just thankful that you know we made you know, we made it to another year. Um, We're all okay. And we are, you know, able to experience some normal. um, And that's been a big blessing. And I feel like something that I'm probably taking advantage of. And I feel like I really need to thank God more for the fact that you know, things are kind of opening up, um, and there's just, you know, everything's starting to get back to, well, slowly get back to where we were, um, you know, over a year ago, so I'm just hoping and praying things will start to get really normal, um, I mean, the sad thing is, is that I feel like certain things won't be normal ever again, and, you know, in some ways, that's a good thing, and and that's, in some ways, it's a bad thing, um, but I, then again, I'm just so blessed that, you know, we're here, it's another year, um, and we're moving toward, like, we're moving forward, you know, um, which is great, and I feel like there's sign, there's a, there's just good signs that, you know, maybe this summer will not be like last summer, you know, maybe it'll be better, maybe I'll be able to do more, and I felt like, maybe the reason why I was so anxious last summer was the fact that I couldn't really go anywhere um or I couldn't really see many friends which sucked a ton because that's when I really realized that I was more starting to become more extroverted than introverted I like to say that I'm like a secret extrovert because all I need is just like one or two people in my life that you know, are really outgoing or, um, you know, I can be myself around because I will just open up and I will be more outgoing. And I want to say that I think majority of my friends are integrated. Um, but I want to say that I'm starting to get to a point where I'm realizing that I'm more extroverted than anything. Um, because I remember like last summer just kind of thinking and just talking to my dad and he's like you you're totally an, you know an extrovert whether you like think you are or not because he said that you've been struggling a ton because you can't be around people and you didn't even realize that you know you didn't realize that you depended upon people so much or just depended upon the fact that you could you know, go hang out with people, or go to the store, or, you know, go to the mall, or a coffee shop, just things like that, because, like, you know, when you do it, you don't really think about it, but when you can't do those things anymore, you feel really empty, you feel really sad, um, and you're, you're just wishing to be around people, and I really felt that, I really felt that emptiness, um, and it was really difficult, because, I just couldn't see people. Um, and it was just difficult realizing, man, I really do rely on people for comfort and for, um, you know, just security and happiness. Right. But when you don't have those friends or you don't have, you know, those busy places that you like, that, you know, you like going to, you just kind of start to get depressed. And I feel like That's something that I really realized in the summer. And I feel like that became kind of more of a constant struggle as the year went on. And it was very difficult because, you know, some people were moving on with their lives. Some people weren't. And I felt like because I couldn't see people for a really long time, it drew me apart from certain friends. Um, And I think I got to a point where like because I was so sad that I couldn't see people or go places and different things like when I was able to go places and you know like right now kind of like where I'm able to go places and see people like part of me is like really like nervous about doing it and the other part of me is like no Allie you need to get out you need to like enjoy all this all this stuff because what if something similar happens to last year you know like you need to live your life to the fullest you need to like put yourself out there all that kind of stuff because what if something happens again like last year and your summer's ruined and your vacation's ruined and you're not able to see certain friends or family members for a really long time and you know all that kind of stuff like part of me is kind kind of like yes I need to do tons of things and the other part of me is like no like I'm too anxious to do that or no I don't think anyone really likes being around me and blah 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 and I feel like because I wasn't able to see so many people for for so long last year it just feels kind of like weird (laughs) when I hang out with people now Um, and I guess I get kind of more social anxiety as a result of it. Even though like like I said, some part of me is like, oh my gosh, I need to <laughs> live each moment like it's my last, you know? And I feel like a little bit of both of those things is healthy. But then again, you know, I really should just put myself out there and enjoy life to the fullest. And I feel like because we were kind of trapped inside for a long time or you know could only go out every so often or you know stuff like that or just couldn't see people um I felt like I got a little bit better at being alone and finding ways that I could entertain myself ways that I could be happy because I was just kind of going crazy as I'm sure everyone was um Like I was trying new things and I was, um, you know, baking. I was, you know, trying like stuff like Dalgona coffee and, you know, different trends and things because I had more of that time and I was spending more time with my family, which was something that I was very grateful for. I'm still very grateful for. I just think it's crazy how much can change in just a year. Like, so much has changed. So much that it's so hard to comprehend. Like, just talking about this, now I'm like, whoa, like, this is crazy. (laughs) Um, But I thought it would just be kind of interesting to reflect on, you know, the fact that things can change so much in just a matter of time. You know, like, how we went from spring break to, oh my gosh, this is really serious, to, like, Extra week of spring break, then lockdown, and then that lasted longer than two weeks, all that kind of stuff. And it was crazy. Um yeah, (laughs) it was insane. And I remember like the first time that like I went to the store um during everything. I remember the first time we went to mass during everything, you know. It was just really weird, you know, so much had changed. Um, I mean, now it's kind of like you just, you kind of roll with it, you know, um, which kind of sucks because, you know, it's kind of like, oh, here's the new normal, which I don't really like that term, but, you know, that's just how things are. And I'm just very grateful that so many people around me are safe and healthy and that we are moving on with our lives, that we're moving forward and things are starting to become normal you know stuff isn't being canceled you know it's been amazing it's been really nice and I feel like it was it was just so nice to have some of that um I feel like Christmas break especially really just kind of was great because you know things really started to get more and more and more normal Um, Like we were still able to, you know, have our grandparents here and we were still able to go to church and all that kind of stuff. And I was really worried, you know, in the summer, oh my gosh, like what if Christmas like is ruined? We're not able to go to church and stuff like that. And I feel like I was so blessed to be able to experience that. And it was a really good sign that, oh, you know, things are starting to look up Um, and I'm I don't know I was just very grateful for Christmas break I, I found a lot of healing in Christmas break and just a lot of peace you know it wasn't as productive as I wanted it to be but you know what I was determined not to do any school I was determined to have all my stuff done you know for the semester by the beginning of break and I was determined not to pick up pencil and do math or anything, Um, I was determined to just really enjoy every single day, every single second, Um, and I was just so thankful for that, and it was really great, and I found a lot of healing in just being able to spend a lot of time with people. I feel like at the beginning of Christmas break, I was very, very, very lonely, Um, and very, very sad for some reason. And I felt like once I was able to turn to God and give it to him and just be kind of like, God, you know, like I I have to surrender this to you. Like I can't let these feelings get me down. It's Christmas time. You know, you're about to come, you know, like Christmas is just around the corner, you know. And I felt like Come I wanna say like come Christmas Eve, like I just started to get a lot of peace. I remember crying at midnight mass. It was very, very beautiful. It was like right before everything was starting. It was a it was a happy cry. Um, and I could tell that God was trying to tell me, Hey Ali, like no, you are going to have a good Christmas break, you know, you are going to be able to see friends and things like that, and I felt like after Christmas Day, you know, like, just things started coming into place, you know, friends were asking me to get together, or, you know, we were making plans as a family to do certain things, and I was just so grateful for that, but, you know, I had to experience that loneliness and turn to God in order for that to happen, you know, And that's kind of what I want to talk about today is kind of learning to trust God and realize that, you know, God gives us certain situations for a reason. Like all the stuff that happened last year that made me anxious and, you know, sad and just lonely and stuff, you know, helped me to turn to him, Um, helped me to realize a lot um and in addition I kind of want to also talk about how that kind of can relate to self-confidence and how it's important to have like a healthy amount of self-confidence not oh my gosh I am better than everyone I know what I'm doing (laughs) that was such a weird voice um you know kind of thing um because no one's perfect um, even those that seem like they're perfect and have it all together really don't. And it's so, 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 so hard to remember that when you're looking at yourself in the mirror and picking out every little thing that you hate about yourself, you know, saying mean things about yourself, um, <laughs> these are things that I've done, guys. It's not healthy. Um, I remember saying I hated myself once, um... And just feeling horrible after I said that, because I was like, "Oh my goodness, I just said that I hated the way God created me, like I'm criticizing his design um, and it hit hard afterwards. I felt like even that even though I felt like, oh my gosh, I just learned a lesson, you know kind of situation like I ended up doing something similar again and again, and I feel like I'm still struggling. Um, probably more than ever um cuz i feel like i've been really really hard on myself the past few weeks um like i don't know i feel like all my work is just not amounting to anything that what i'm doing isn't getting me anywhere it never will you know i'm not smart enough i'm not pretty enough i'm not you know good enough um i'm not a good daughter a friend you know etc and I have to improve in all these things or else, you know, I'm not going to feel good, you know, or people um, are not going to approve of me. And I feel like trusting in God kind of comes into play um, with this topic as well, because we have to trust that these struggles and these flaws that God gave us have a purpose. Um, and it can be really hard to realize that, you know, these things have a purpose. Um, maybe these things are there to help us to mean, to be more humble, um, help us to make sacrifices, um, help us to see past physical appearances, um, or see past weaknesses and look at the, the positives. Um, You know, look at all the good things that you like about yourself or look at the way that God blessed you, you know, with a certain gift and, you know, things like that. And it's so hard to trust that there's a reason for pain, there's a reason for flaws, there's a reason for blemishes and scars and all that kind of stuff that we like to pick at, we like to obsess over. We like to, you know, let, just, I don't know, just let it drive us, um, drive us crazy, really. And it can be so hard to realize that there's a reason for everything. Um, I was actually reading The Horse and His Boy last night by C.S. Lewis. It's the third book in the Chronicles of Narnia, Um, if you're reading it in chronological order. As I mentioned before, that I... I am reading it in chronological order. Um, our prom is themed like the return to Narnia. So it's like all of the Narnia books. So that'll be really cool. And I, I'm determined to finish all the books before prom. And I'm almost done with the horse and his boy. I could have finished it like like really quickly if I wanted to. But for some reason, I just felt like I really needed to take my time on it because I felt like there was something that I could apply to my life. And it it was crazy because last night I really couldn't sleep. And I was worried about a lot of things, had a lot of things in my mind. Really stressed out. And I remember reading this part that's, you know, like Shasta. He is one of the main characters in the book. And he is just so lost, so alone, so scared, so so frustrated more than anything, because he can't do anything right, um, and he is very upset because he, he keeps asking, you know, why me, why does, you know, why do all these bad things keep happening to me, um, you know, why why can't I be this or that, and I'm telling you guys, like, reading that line and reading that whole part really, 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 like, opened my eyes to so much um I remember just kind of just just sitting there after I read that chapter and just being in awe because I was like man I needed to hear that more than anything um I wanted to read you guys this little reflection that I typed up this morning on the section that I felt like kind of applies to this topic. So I begin with, as I am reaching the close of the horse and his boy, I was pondering upon the part where Shasta meets Aslan face to face. Shasta could feel his heavy but gentle breath. He was frightened, but also at peace. He was frustrated before he met Aslan because he couldn't comprehend why bad things always kept happening to him. He asked, why me? I have asked the same question many times in the past. Why me? Why can't I just sleep regularly? Why do I have to have a delayed sleep disorder? Or why do I have this heavy burden of anxiety that has been with me since I was a baby? Or why am I so clumsy? Or why can't I keep certain friends? Um, And as a result, I felt just so frustrated. There were many sleepless nights I cried out to God and didn't hear a sound. I wondered, is he even around? In these moments, I didn't even bother to think that God kept me up at night to be with him, or God allowed me to have anxiety in order to learn to trust in him. Never once did I think that, and in those moments now, I still don't really think that. As I read that part last night in The Horse and His Boy, I could place myself in Shasta's shoes more than I could any other character. I was up late again last night and it wasn't until I picked up that book, read that part and pondered upon it that I was able to realize all of this. I fell asleep peacefully last night knowing that God let me experience the bad in order to come to him for rest, for trust, for guidance and for a true friend. And then I closed that little reflection Um, with this paragraph that Aslan says because Shasta's kind of like okay if you were that lion all along that was following us and you know scared me to death and hurt my friend like he's kind of like why did you do that if you um if you're this like you know mighty creature you know he's just so confused and this is what aslan says he said i was the lion who forced you to join with erebus i was the cat who comforted you among the houses of the dead i was the lion who drove the jackals from you while you slept i was the lion who gave the horses the new strength of fear for the last mile so that you could reach king loon in time and i was the lion you do not remember who pushed the boat in which you lay a child near death, so that it came to shore where a man sat, wakeful at night, to receive you. Like, I'm telling you, that whole part just, just really resonated with me. I was like, wow, I don't think I've ever been able to relate to a character more. Um, just reading that part last night helped me to just realize that, you know, the reason that I have these burdens, these crosses, these flaws, you know, um, and these battles that I have with certain things, kind of like, why me? Um, You know, why do I have to have bad acne when those around me, you know, don't have many skin problems or don't have it as bad? Um, You know, like, why do I have to be so insecure? Why do I have to compare myself to others all the time? And, you know, why does it have to hurt so much, you know? Um, why don't I ever feel worthy of, you know, standing in God's presence, you know, why am I so scrupulous, um, like, why am I afraid to go to confession, um, all that kind of stuff, and, I mean, I, I've been going to confession, like, once a month, but I'm telling you guys, I, I, I just get so anxious before confession, um, I mean, afterwards, I feel very spiritually calm, I feel great, but then just, leading up to confession like I get so anxious like I think I think it was like two or three weeks ago like I almost got out of line and I was like no I need to go but then I was like waiting for like a long time the The line was really long and then um they had to cut it off because one of the priests needed to say mass um and stuff like that so <laughs> I couldn't get in that that week um so I was like okay I'll just try next week but you know like I've had a lot of worries and a lot of burdens you know and I'm always asking why me you know I'm never like oh my gosh thank you God for giving me this (laughs) this burden you know I think it's so hard to have that mindset of someone striving towards sainthood you know someone that realizes that you know pain and suffering and flaws are beautiful because they can lead us closer to god it's something that i struggle with more than anything um and i've felt myself really comparing myself to others and wishing i was someone else and absorbed in what you know the fact that i I don't know i'm just so worried about what other people think of me all the time or i'm Worry that I'm never gonna measure up to anything. Um, And as a result, I'm always asking, why me? And I think it can be so hard to trust in God and realize that, you know, he's given me acne. He's given me this delayed sleep disorder. He's given me, you know, my clumsiness and you know, my passion for literature and for music and for art, you know, and for poetry, you know, you name it, like, he's given me those things, um, the good and the bad, um, because that's what makes me me, you know, it's what makes me unique, and I need to start realizing that these flaws or these things that make me stand out, Um, These things that weigh me down are not the ones that really define me, you know? Like, what defines me is the fact that I'm a daughter of God, that I am trying my best, that I am, you know, trying all I can to strive towards sainthood and to, you know, towards heaven. Um, You know, none of these things... You know, like my anxiety and my acne and my sleeping problems, and, you know, these things that, you know, have like ripped my heart out of my chest so many times. You know, these, you know, the way that I've been treated in the past by people, you know, people saying, oh my gosh, why is she following us, following us, um, you know, giving me weird looks, or people, you're saying oh my gosh you're a nerd (laughs) like who says that to you know a seven-year-old or whatever and as you can see these are things that I still remember vividly that I can you know place myself in my younger self um because I remember it a lot you know I've had you know lots lots of bossy friends when I was little um you know I never had friends that would stay you know, friends would move, like, I was three, and my best friend moved, <laughs> and then, um, when I was about, like, nine, maybe, or something, I can't remember, maybe even younger than, I must to say about nine-ish, my close friend moved, um, just, it was difficult, you know, <laughs> um, and I always wondered, you know, will I ever feel at home, will I ever have a friend that really cares, you know, and I'm still, I still get paranoid, because I'm like, oh my gosh, I over, I overthink things, I, 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 you know, look into things way too much, because I'm worried, I have trust issues, I'm afraid, um, because, you know, I can't trust God, um, I can't trust others around me, but, you know, looking back, God made me go through those situations in order for me to be stronger, in order for me to be aware that, you know, those people that say mean things to you or do mean things to you are usually hurting themselves are insecure themselves, um, they're jealous of something that, y- you know, you have and they don't, um. And that's just a reminder to really pray for those who hurt you and persecute you and to really turn the other cheek. Um, Unless, of course, you're in a very, very bad relationship or, you know, friendship with someone, then, of course, you know, don't just do that. Like, you you have to, like, protect yourself, but know your limits. Um, Know that the reason that people do those things or say those things or even you say those things to yourself is because you know, you've been hurt, um, and it's okay, you know, we all have scars, um, but it's just learning to let God stitch up those wounds and bandage it and kiss them, and realize that sometimes we have to go through pain in order to experience, um, truth in order to experience something because god wants us to learn something from it and everything happens for a reason um and there there's something i feel like that comes with healing that's a beautiful pain you know what i mean um i think that's really shown through like voyage of the dawn Treader*. the character eustace he had to go through pain and transformation in order to heal, you know what I mean? And I feel like we're all called to do that in some sort of way. Um, And I think a lot of us will have to experience that in our lives because it helps us to wake up. It helps us to turn to God and to realize that, yeah, there was a reason why, you know, God, gave me these burdens and these flaws that I, you know, (laughs) dislike a lot, um, because he wants me to struggle in order to gain strength, in order to gain trust in him, in order to realize that there's a reason for everything, um, and I feel like it's just so beautiful to just reflect on that line, those lines that I read you from The Horse and His Boy, you know, Aslan saying, you know, okay, I might have scared you, I might have done these things or whatever, but I had to do these things or else these things wouldn't have happened, you know, like, um, because there's, again, there's a reason for everything. And it's it's in those moments that we think God abandoned us, that he's, you know, just a whisper away, just a breath away and just thinking about that just soothes my heart so much, and I feel like it's so hard to remember that when you're in situations where you're anxious, when you're in situations where you are just hammering down yourself and being like, oh my goodness, like, Allie, you're gaining weight, or Allie, you're, um, you're breaking out again, things like that. Like, what do I, it's kind of always like, what do I need to do in order to feel confident and pretty is something that has been on my mind a lot lately. Um, like making myself eat healthier. Um, and you know, (laughs) I think I got to a point where I was like, I should just starve myself. You know, I was kind of joking about it, but guys don't joke about it. Like, don't even, don't even think that that's wrong. You're not It's never going to ever help you, um, you know, doing something because you think you'll benefit from it that you know is wrong is never good. So do not do that, um, because it's never worth it, um, and I felt like God really blessed me with some amazing people in my life that reminded me that recently, um, you know, I opened up to two friends about it, and, well, I want to say, like, several friends about it, um, and I'm opening up to you guys about all this stuff, um, that I'm telling you guys, this is harder than you guys think to tell you guys all these things that I'm struggling with that I don't like, but, you know what, (laughs) it's okay to not be okay, um, I'm in a much better state of mind now, um, and, you know, I'm not as anxious, and, you know, I'm eating normally, all this kind of stuff. Um, But I feel like I've been through a lot of those moments recently where I'm like, you know what? Like, I should just not eat this meal or whatever or um, stuff like that. But of course, there's always this voice inside of me saying, Allie, no, that's not right. Um, And I definitely know it's god and my guardian angel saying "Allie, you have to take care of yourself (laughs) that this isn't gonna help you feel better about yourself you're only gonna feel worse or sick etc um and i want to say like last year my anxiety was so bad it got to a point where i was almost anorexic um and that's around the same time i bought my prom dress too so my prom dress was pretty tiny (laughs) on me i think and so like now that i've been able to eat a lot healthier, especially, like, over the holidays and things, like, I don't think I gained that much weight, but, like, I don't fit in my prom dress the same way that I used to, and I think that really bothered me, um, because I was, like, oh my goodness, (laughs) like, (laughs) this is bad, I gotta burn all these galleries, etc., um, before prom, but you know what, like, it is what it is, and I'm probably a lot healthier now. I will tell you guys that my stomach, my digestive problems have gone away a lot because I I wasn't like saying, oh, no, I can't have ice cream. I can't have this. Um, but like moderation is key, guys. And because I started taking better care of myself and kind of making myself eat, despite the fact that I was anxious and, you know, anxiety can cause you to either binge eat or not eat at all. Um... I was, you know, the one who wouldn't really eat much at all. And I kind of was able to teach myself how to eat even when I was anxious and to eat foods that would help me to not be as anxious because, you know, there's so much that goes on with your gut health and your mental health that people don't even realize. That at the time, like last year or about a year and a half ago, I was really thinking about being um, a dietitian because my great-grandmother, Gwendolyn, um, she was a dietitian and I was almost named Gwendolyn. um, And I felt like I've always had this like really cool connection with my great-grandmother, even if I've never met her before. Um, I feel like we have a lot in common in different ways and I've already determined that I wanna name one one of my kids Gwendolyn after her um but yeah i really was doing a lot of research um and even taking anatomy as much as i don't really like it because i'm not really a science or math person um mathy or sciencey person um you know taking anatomy recently and learning about the endocrine system really opened up my mind to like oh my gosh this is why you know maybe when I'm anxious, I can't eat much, you know, why I feel nauseous, all that kind of stuff, so I found that module, like, really eye-opening, and it was quite fitting, um, and I don't know, like, you guys just remember that, you know, you are loved, that you are worthy, that God, you know, gave you these things for a reason, And he doesn't want you to be mean to yourself. He doesn't want you to push yourself past your limits because that's wrong. Um, And guys, really do your research. Like, I felt like God led me to find certain things really interesting because, you know, I was searching for healthy, good ways that I could reduce my anxiety and stress through food. And I've been, I've still been doing that recently. I've been kind of like, okay, like, you know, I'm a little anxious today, or I'm not very hungry, but I still need to eat, you know, like, what are some good foods for that, you know? Do your research. Um, There's so many good resources out there if you're struggling with similar things. Um, And in addition, you know, like, let's say you're like me, suffering through, you know, with a lot of skin problems, you know, do what you need to do, like, to... Help yourself, but of course, never be like, Oh my gosh, like I have to spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars on skincare products and try all this stuff, you know. Like, no, like, there's a good way that you can approach it that's healthy, that's cheap, that's simple. Um, and don't over obsess about it either. Um, don't be like me. <laughs> um, again, you guys gotta have to find like perfect balance, and it can be really hard. But I'm telling you, like, just doing research and, you know, reaching out to people with similar struggles, talking about it with your friends and family members, especially your parents, is so helpful. Um, And self-care is really important in terms of um, just feeling good and recharging. Um, I want to tell you, like, some of the best forms of self-care are, like, when you're serving others. Um, I felt that was like always where I thrived the most. And that's why any job that I do, I want to be helping and impacting someone in some sort of way in the future. Um, And even now, like finding different ways that I can do that, I find it so helpful to just, you know, to give, to share, to um, volunteer, you know, do what you can because there's something so healing and just giving back to others and not expecting anything in return because it makes you feel smaller a in the healthiest way possible um and you know if you're struggling with vanity in the sense that you're worried too much about what other people think about you like me um doing stuff like that can help a ton like just being able to you know go to your church, your local church, and, you know, help with the food pantry, or, you know, doing even virtual online um, stuff, like, maybe your church has, like, a virtual youth group for, like, middle schoolers or something that you can volunteer with, you know, anything, because, you know, my dad and I were talking about this recently, how, you know, some of the most healing stuff is when you give back to others, that's why I'm hoping to at least do some mission trip Um, at some point in my life, because people say it's life-changing, you know, you're, and then you don't even realize how much you take things for advantage, Um, and then you get to a point there where you're like, I don't care what I look like, I don't care if I have, like, mud on my feet or whatever, you know, you're like, I'm doing this for a good cause, kind of thing, and making yourself feel small in the best way possible, in the healthiest way possible, can just help you heal and help you realize that we're all just children of God we're all beautiful inside out we all deserve to give back we all deserve to just find healing in God and I think I want to close with just the fact that you know we can only find healing in God. We can only find peace in God. You know, our hearts are restless until they rest in God, as St. Augustine said. Um, that's one of my favorite, favorite quotes. Um, and I think another, like, thing that comes to mind is this song called Lord, I Need You by Matt Marr. I actually got to meet Matt Maher when I was little and my mom loved playing Matt Marr when I was little, like 10th Avenue North, Matt Marr. I felt like I kind of grew up with like Switchfoot um, and a few other kind of Christian, but also like they would kind of make secular music type bands. Um, So yeah, I listened to a lot of Matt Marr and 10th Avenue North when I was little, So, Lord, I Need You was a song that my mom played all the time. And it was so healing. And I just had this deep connection with the song. Like, any time I'm in adoration, like at a youth conference or something, it always, always, always makes me cry. um, Because it shows us how we are little, we are weak. And how we're called to run to God because we need Him. And that's, like, the only way we can heal and the only way that we can overcome these things is through God. So I hope you guys are having an amazing week. And I really hope you liked this podcast episode. Um, it might have been all over the place, but I just want to thank you if you're still listening. Um, and again, I want to remind you guys that you are beautiful inside and out and nothing will ever change that. And, you know, even if you have these struggles and weaknesses and even if you turn away from God, you know, you can always run back to the father, you know, just like um, the prodigal son, you know. And there's so many times that we have just done that through sinning or through things like, you know, me running away in the sense that I can't trust him or whatever. Um, We all have been the prodigal son. um, Or if we haven't been the prodigal son, we've been the older brother in some sort of way. Um, Just realize that, you know, God created you in your mother's womb. He formed you in your mother's womb and he's still forming you. He's still helping you to grow and there's a reason for everything. There's a reason for your flaws and you're beautiful just the way you are. Here's a voice hug and I really hope that you have an amazing weekend and take care.